everybody. Welcome to You Me Them, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. It is September 29th, 2018, and you are listening to this wherever you are, and we are recording this in the Hungry Brain in Chicago, Illinois. For the people in the room, please make some semblance of noise so people don't realize I'm just crazy talking into a microphone alone. All right. That's enough. That's enough. That's very odd. So I was going to do a whole monologue about how this week was not fun for anyone, and here are three things that I find enjoyable, and I shouldn't find them enjoyable. Number one is the film Billy Madison. I like that movie without any problems whatsoever, and it's a very problematic movie. doesn't matter. I still very much enjoy it. Number two, the song Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers is, in fact, a very good song. I just realized that last night, and I will get to that later. I actually will close the monologue with an explanation of why the song Californication by a former heroin addict is a very good song. And number three, I have no shame whenever I eat Wendy's. Okay, moving on, but that's not what the problem is. The problem is the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, here's why the Milwaukee Brewers are a problem. Clearly, we're in Chicago, Illinois. We've established that fact already in the podcast. I am a Cubs fan, and I regret that. I wish I was not a Cubs fan. Cubs fans are inherently evil and bad people. I went to a Cubs game this week. I regret being a Cubs fan, but we are who we are. We don't get to pick our family. Now, I'm not saying the Chicago Cubs are a family, but my wife's first words, this is not a joke, are go Cubs go. Therefore, I am a Cubs fan for life. My favorite player is Andre Dawson. He didn't suck. Do you know who, I, for, the, uh, for the listener at home, there's a wonderful sound man here. And, uh, and I will refer to him multiple times as sound man. And uh, he will not actually say anything into the microphone. He's very uncomfortable right now. And he regrets doing the show. And I'd like to apologize before I begin. He just giggled kind of sort of. Let's see how long he lasts. Okay, so Andre Dawson was a great player, but he ruined his knees in Montreal. Now, Montreal used to have a baseball club. They don't anymore. That baseball club belongs in Washington, D.C. That's where I live. Washington, D.C. is not a good place. It's a place that's not good. Anyways, so back to the Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers are the reason 9-11 happened. Let's backtrack. Do you guys know who Bud Selig is? Bud Selig. Don't clap for Bud Selig. Bud Selig... Is he the current owner or former owner of the Milwaukee Brewers? Former owner of the Milwaukee Brewers. But for a very long time, roughly a decade, he was also the commissioner of baseball. Major League Baseball, in fact. Not the minors, majors. But Selig was the commissioner of Major League Baseball. Do you know who wanted to be commissioner of Major League Baseball in the 90s? George W. Bush's dream was to become the commissioner of Major League Baseball. Instead, he became a minority owner of the Texas Rangers, and then once he realized he could not become commissioner of Major League Baseball because Bud Selig became the commissioner of Major League Baseball, he decided to run for office in Texas, then became the president of the United States, and then 9-11. Bud Selig is the reason why George W. Bush became president. That is a problem. Now, sports shouldn't matter that much. Sports shouldn't change the trajectory of the entire country, if not the world. But it does. And there's one man to blame for that. And he's not the wonderful announcer, Bob Euchre. He's a great guy. You know who Bob Euchre is? He was on that hit television show, Alf. No, it wasn't Alf. It was actually Mr. Belvedere. I was trying to catch you in a lie there. It wasn't Alf. What are your thoughts on Alf? Moving on. Do you know what Alf is, honestly? How you're very young. You have no idea who Alf is. The cultural touch. People are gasping about your lack of Alf knowledge right now. It's just disgusting. But the point is this. Bud Selig caused 9-11, and Californication is a great song for four reasons. There are four members of the band, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now, this band liked funk way too much. This, these are wonderful people, and I hope they stay, but I... I want them to have a wonderful time at the Hunger Brain. But 
And there are four members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. One of them, his name is Chad. He looks like Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell starred in that hit film, Talladega Nights. Uh, Chad, he plays the drums. And he, he's a pretty good drummer. And in the hit song, Californication, he's got some interesting fills. Number one, that's a good song. All right, so there we go. There's a guy named Flea. Everyone likes Flea. Tom York likes Flea. They have a side project together called Adams for Peace. They change the world. Adams for Peace. You know Adams for Peace? Big Adams for Peace mark right there. Mark is a term for wrestling fans. I know you're big into wrestling. So anyways, Flea, we all like Flea. He goes boop, 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 and everyone likes that. That's wonderful. And then John Frusciante, most fun name in the Red Hot Chili Peppers, he plays guitar like the guitar is about to fall apart. And that's fun. That shouldn't be popular. The guitar solo in the hit song Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers is bam, bam. That's not a good solo, but for when he plays it, it's a wonderful solo. And then number four, Anthony Kiedis, for one song in his entire life, didn't make up words. So that makes Californication a wonderful song. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a wonderful time together, and I have a very talented woman coming to the stage. That sounds like I own her. I don't own her. She's her own person. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Esmeralda Leone, everybody. Esmeralda, come to the stage. Bud Selig caused 9-11. Here we go. That'll be your seat, and I'll sit at the desk area. Look it up, everybody. It is very awkward. It's very awkward. We've done this for 10 years. It's always going to be awkward. Well, usually there's music. No, there's not. When yeah, is there is. Oh, like a house band? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't like music right? anymore. I'm over music. Oh. I'm not a fan of music. That's why I like the hit song Californication by yeah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That sounds about right. That's how sad and fucked up this week has been. I'm like, oh, the Chili Peppers, are, they make some good songs. That's how... Wow. F- and I don't clearly want to talk about the elephant in the room, which is clearly Bob Euchre's calls for the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, so no. we're going to move past that. Esmeralda. Nice man. Since the last time we did this show, yeah. your life has dramatically changed. Yeah, I don't got a job anymore. All right. Thank give it up you. for unemployment, everybody. Give Thank it up for you. the Tribune Media yeah. Corporation. Yeah. Don't good. worry, I'm not going to throw you under the bus. I'm going to throw her under the bus, don't worry. Esmeralda Leon, where... technically wasn't them. Okay, where did you used to work? U.S. Traffic Network. And who employed U.S. Traffic Network? Oh, uh, WGN. Now, WGN stands for... WGN. WGN, 7.20 a.m. Millions of people listen to it across sure. the world. Uh-huh. Mostly the United States of America yes. and or Canada. Mm-hmm. Where the Milwaukee Brewers play and perpetrate yeah, yeah, yeah. 9/11. No, it's so, like 38 states and parts of Canada. There we go. Yeah. Uh, you had a job, sort of, with WGN for how long? Uh, three years full time. So a thousand days you worked for WGN. Yes. And then what happened earlier this month? Uh, I got fired. What? Did you get fired? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah. Why don't yeah. the people at WGN like you? As oh, well? I don't know. Fantastic. You're going to be doing. It could be a lot of things, but beats me. Let's guess. <laughs> Let's get a chalkboard out here. All right. Number Write one. them up. All right. So what <laughs> happened? Uh, so I work for a company. I did traffic on WGN. Uh, and that company folded on the radio side. I don't know how that happens, but it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then they had to make the awful, awful choice of figuring out who they're going to keep in the traffic department. There's three of us. They decided to keep two. Oh, I didn't know that part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not, not everybody got let so, go. Like, it's just str- me. Just so that's like me. straight up rejection. Yeah, just me. It was, Congratulations. It was real bad. So in a way, you're the most <laughs> unique and special flower because you were rejected. Yes. And the I'm, other two have jobs. Yeah. But you don't have a no. job. No. I'm like that ugly duckling that has not turned into a swan. 
But that's a good sign because that means your swan-like moment, like the hit film Black Swan that yeah. ends really nicely yeah. for everybody involved, uh, you're going to have a Black Swan-type return what? to WGN. Ooh. Am I going to grow feathers? I haven't seen the movie. I don't know. You haven't seen Black Swan? No. <laughs> that's probably why you don't have that job at WGN anymore. Yeah, that was it. They it's had a, a question on the film. thing about that, and I was like, I don't know. And then they went, you're fired. Did you know Natalie Portman uh, married the guy that taught her the ballet? Yes. You See, knew that, that but knew. you haven't seen the movie. No, what? All right, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, moving <laughs> on. So you had a job. You don't mm-hmm. have a job anymore. Right. Yet you are st- after this show, what are you doing? Oh, I'm co-hosting at WGN. Okay. No, this is, the, this is the, 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 the part that they told me was, cheer up. You're still a part-time employee. You get to fill in every once in a while. I was like, oh, so I, do I get paid when I'm not here? So you no. get a wonderful freelancer uh, salary, yeah. which is not as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Oh, no, that's fine. Stop drinking. <laughs> or no, drink whenever you want. I shouldn't. Right? I should... I've been fired. How dare you? Well, do you remember how you began to start doing this show with me? Yeah. No, what? and I thought it was funny because the last time. So you did the first show. I did the first show. And the first show, I didn't show up. I wasn't on it. I wasn't on it. I was just supposed to come see it because I was at a dinner from the last radio station I worked that also fired me. Not because I was bad. They just let us go. They canceled the show I was on. Yeah. Uh, but then you asked me for the second show if I wanted to co-host. And I was like, well, I'm not doing anything. So, sure. <laughs> so, thanks for sticking with me. I'm more <laughs> reliable than WGN. Yes, um, but no pay. No pay, No, 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 no pay. We, the goal for this show is all of the money we get back, we give back to the bartender to make it worth her while for being here. Yeah, yeah. So, is... drink heavily for the bartender, these guys are not... I know, I get it. No, no, I get that. That's For shame. What I at least bought one No, drink, no, guys. no. What I thought was going to happen, happened. I appreciate <laughs> the minutes we got. You know, that's all you can do. You can't... At least one. You could have no, chugged no. it. That'd be weird if it's like one guy was like, no, I'm sticking through this. This is my cup of tea. This guy's talking about the Milwaukee Brewers in 9-11. I know exactly <laughs> what I signed up for. Why isn't that the name of the show? Bud Selig That's what I signed 9/11. up for? Oh. No, that's um, what I signed up for is actually so, a decent name. For wait, I have a gift for you. You do? Yes. Um, so I have a lot of time on my hands right now. So I was shopping at the Goodwill, not because I'm poor. Uh, I was but, just but to there. To be clear, are you poor? No, not oh. yet. Not yet. Not yet. There's unemployment. I'm still, I'm riding that wave. So when that runs out, then yes. Oh, yes. no. Oh, yeah. no. No, but I have a very me. good support system. Oh, I will never, ever actually be poor. Don't say that. What? No, it's true Don't because I have a very good support system. I understand that. Things change. But there are people in this world that don't have that, so I should, I, I'm broke. Listen, I, broke. I appreciate that you're relatively positive, but don't think <laughs> that you're not going to be poor. In a gutter at one point? Exactly. <sighs> Always expect that. Therefore, when it doesn't happen, That's hey, true. win. It's a win. Yeah, you're right. All right. Well, anyway, I was at the Goodwill, and uh, I got you this. Oh my God! This is great. It is a uh, WWF? No E. E. They don't do. It's not a wrestling federation. It's an entertainment company. Oh. Be a no. WWE trivia champion. It's with Rey Mysterio and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, it's a trivia game. On I, the he cover. loves wrestling. I don't love wrestling. I love politics. And it was. It was uh, $2.97. I'm going to play this. I okay. don't know if all the pieces are in there. It is from the Goodwill Remind. I'm going to give you a ver- This is the first question. This is from 2013. You might actually know this. This is 
For the one wrestling person in the room, don't answer this, Stephanie, because you might actually know the answer to this. This is a this people in the room might know. I was going to ask you a question. I'll know all of them, so that's pointless. <laughs> the answer, okay, ask me a question, but let me ask the question of the crowd first. Right. Okay. Okay, uh, and then before I ask, okay, here we go. What boxing legend served as the special outside enforcer for the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania 14? Boxing legend. 14. Boxing legend. That was legend. a heady year. It's the mid-90s, <laughs> mid to late 90s. Not Sugar Ray Leonard, but Sugar Ray Leonard was involved in it. No, Sugar Ray Leonard was not involved in a WWE match. I take that back. Uh, boxing. Box. George Foreman. No. Does Mike anybody... Tyson. There it is, Mike Tyson. Oh. Tyson Austin. Okay. I should have. Also, if you win the game... You get a championship ring, literally oh. a ring with a championship belt on it. Goodbye, nice. wedding ring. Someone's got priority. Yeah. Here we go. Just right inside of that, I love you. No, this and is then, for me. No? Okay. There's lots of championship rings. I'm going to use all of them. Yeah. No one else can have any. Yeah. You have so, not earned them. So the cards are uh, separated into different categories. Classic. Attitude. At, as in, in the Attitude Era. That's and, the worst era that everyone loves. Era. Modern era is the CM, everything before CM Punk. Now we're in the pipe bomb reality era. So BPCM. That's correct. Okay. Do you want me to ask you, do you okay, why don't you ask me a classic, or sorry. I was going to ask you a question because I wanted to see if you actually uh, knew anything about wrestling. You know, I'm just going to talk about Donald Trump for like five minutes once you ask this question, and right? And this will be the this will be the Fantastic. Uh, okay. Uh... Oh, you'll know that one. What future WWE Hall of Famer won the inaugural King of the Ring tournament in 1988? Was it Bret Hart? No one's going to know Was this. it Bret Hart? No. Was it WWE Hall of Famer, King of the Ring, 1988? It wasn't Booker T, because Booker T at the time was in WCW. No. Uh, King Booker. It wasn't Austin, because he was in WCW. Are you, like, uh, beautiful-minding this? Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> That's a movie about math, so yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Are I'm, all the wrestlers like popping I'm talking into about the, your, scripted in your entertainment. Front of your so, face. yeah, I'm trying to think. It wouldn't have been Hogan because they wouldn't have gave Hogan because Hogan had the belts in '88. I don't think it was. Uh, was it Warrior? Was it Ultimate no. Warrior? Was it? Uh, I don't know. Who was it? It's just a name. Uh, Don Morocco. Oh shit! I would have never got Morocco. Okay. I have no idea who that Ask is. Ask me one more, so I seem to have some knowledge. Okay, this one. This will be good. What Hall of Famer won his first WWE title, the Intercontinental Champion, at the 1992 Royal Rumble? Oh, fuck. That was a crazy one, guys. If it's Intercontinental... <laughs> uh-huh. And it... What else could it be? Well, Honky Tonk Man held it for the longest. Okay. And he had it in the 80s, so it can't uh -huh. be him. It could 92. be... It could be Shawn Michaels... Is that your final answer? I think I'm going to go uh, with Shawn Michaels because that's post-Rockers breakup. No, I think he had the belt before that. Was it Shawn Michaels? No! God, you're Was terrible it? at this. I know. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Fuck. Yeah, he's, God. he's my favorite. Should I fav just throw this away then? Yeah, throw or? it away. I feel, right. I feel shamed. <laughs> I feel shamed. God. And I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. I, I wrote a book about this for the listener at home that doesn't know that for we some should, reason. We should just donate it back to the goodwill. Fuck will. off. No, they don't need this. I need this. <laughs> My I wife they, will love this. I think they did have multiple... Uh, multiples of them. I actually so. have a Rey Mysterio pin on my coat at home. All right. Well, you did him uh, very wrong because be you answered none of those questions right. Duration of the show. 
coming to the stage is someone I'm very glad that he decided to show up, and more importantly, I'm glad he hasn't left yet because um, I don't want to get him in trouble with his work because he works for the Chicago Tribune, and uh, this could really backfire on him, and I'm trying my best to be a very nice person. Your friends are enjoying this or, or worried for you, one of the other. Um, I think they're laughing with fright. That is a very good description. Yeah. Of Joseph's friends. He is a Chicago Tribune food and dining deputy editor. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Joseph Hernandez, everybody. Joseph, you will sit where Esmeralda was sitting. Esmeralda will move down one. You will come here, and I will ask you now 20 minutes of WWE trivia. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Let's go. Joseph, do you, do you actually know anything about wrestling? No. Fantastic. No That's... one does. <laughs> okay. Um, I think you have a dream job. Do other people think you have a dream job? Yes. Do you think you have a dream job? What day is it? Fair enough. <laughs> so um, you are the food and dining deputy editor. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It depends on the day. Uh, a lot. Of Let's go Wednesday, middle Wednesday, of the week. Wednesday. Middle of the week. Um, Pretty easy day for me. Um, I we don't do a lot of meetings in newspapers, which mm -hmm. is really nice. Yeah, um, we do maybe one meeting a week, uh, and Wednesday's our meeting day. Um, most of the time, I I am herding cats, also known as reporters, um, getting their <laughs> getting their excuses for why they miss their deadlines. Um, but we are now a digital company, so uh, I can be a little bit more loose with the deadline, but. Uh, most of my days are chasing them. I'm trying to be nice and not make fun of what you just said about how the Chicago Tribune is now a digital company. Oh, feel free. No. Open uh, season. I, I want you to stay employed. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a similar job to you, but the difference is I wouldn't call myself a journalist. You are a journalist. Um, mm -hmm. I'm the editor of Brightest Young Things, and I have a. I also have a, a wonderful, wonderful job, unlike that woman over there. She yeah, doesn't I don't have got a one. job. She doesn't, <laughs> um, Sorry. Eh. <laughs> I liked both your reaction and her reaction to your reaction. I appreciate you both for your time. Um, the difference between you and me is I'm assuming you don't deal with food publicists and oh. restaurant publicists nearly as much. No, that's 100% of my day. Is, is what? Yeah. Is, is uh, fielding uh, pitches from people that I don't want to hear from. Exactly. So the difference between you and me is I'm assuming you have a food budget at the Chicago Tribune. Yes. So when you go to review a spot, they don't necessarily... Well, so I don't do a lot of reviewing. Mm -hmm. um, well, you're the editor. Yeah, I'm the but editor. But you're assigning. So I'm assigning yeah. the places to review. I'm assigning the news to be covered. Um, but a lot of publicists like to send me their pitches, hoping that I assign that pitch. Yeah. Um, just yesterday, because October is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, a publicist decided on the day of you know, the dark day of this Supreme Court hearing. Um, Wait, a, why was, sorry. <laughs> a publicist decided to pitch me uh, tacos for tatas. Verbatim, that's the mm -hmm. subject line. Yeah, makes sense. Um, makes sense. And uh, wanting to get my excited response about why I should be promoting this tacos for tatas charity event. Well, we should name the establishment. That is, is, it an, is it an event or is it a restaurant that's doing like a month-long special? It's a restaurant doing an event. I won't name them. I'm okay. sure you can Google that. I don't think that's going to come <laughs> yeah, up. I mean, some things will come up. But. You can Google it. You can Google it. But You have such an interesting gig because my job is similar 
and I'm an editor, you're an editor, but we don't have a budget. So when I sign stories for food events and, and for restaurant reviews and stuff like that, I'm, my hands are somewhat tied. It's either like mm-hmm. use the publicist connection or don't do it at all. Um, therefore, I am completely compromised at all points <laughs> in time. So I don't feel like it's we, – we're more likely to not run a piece than to publish a completely negative piece. Mm-hmm. Do you have that requirement? No, um, it, that's that's a really interesting uh, distinction. Uh, if we find such egregious fault that we should run a negative piece, mm-hmm. like if it is, you know, screwing over our readers, yeah. we, we still write for. You know, like yeah. our readers dictate what we write. Um, and if you know, let's say restaurant X has a tasting menu for five hundred dollars, but you get, you know. Just ironically, like second course is uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets. Yeah. And you're paying $800 for that tasting menu. It's like. I like how this tasting menu just went up $300. You know, well, whatever. I forgot. I've had Mark. Manhattan. That happens midday. <laughs> you know? mid, mid, mid yeah, you but, jack up price up $300. But, you know, like if that happened and if it was shit, then we had to say so, right? Like that's. I don't disagree, and I feel like when you're at that level, more than fair. But what. Okay, so the publication I work for, the public, whatever, the digital media company I work for, I gotta hate myself. Um, we are catering towards our peers. Mm-hmm. You're at the Chicago Tribune. You are catering towards everyone yeah. in the region. There's a big yeah, difference in that. So for us, it's like, what's the good brunch spot? What's the good happy hour? That's a lot different than you. Well, we still do that because people want that. Sure, sure, people sure. People want to know that information. But uh, so just apples to oranges, I. Was an editor at a wine magazine, and yes. that was very. Different. Do you want to say the name of the wine magazine? Wine enthusiast. Yeah, so it's uh-huh. not just like a zine here; it's no. like a legit. <laughs> yeah. Not saying that zines aren't legit. Zines are, in fact, more legit. You're a hack. Okay, moving on. Uh, no, I apologize. Right. Good night, everybody. Yeah. So you actually have a background. Let's talk about the wine really quick, if that's right. okay with you. Yeah, of course. What is your background with wine? Um, I started working in a wine shop to make ends meet after college while I was trying to be a freelance writer. Mm-hmm. And one day, the thing happened that I didn't think would ever happen was a wine position or an editor position opened up at a wine magazine. Okay. I didn't know that a wine magazine existed. Well, I mean, I knew it existed, but I didn't know that I could potentially get that job and you got that job and i got that job that's a pretty cool gig yeah and then from then i like studied wine like very seriously yeah so when when i'm a i'm a novice when it comes to wine Mm -hmm. is chicago a good wine city yeah okay that's why did you just like ask answer that like how dare you well no because i actually just had this conversation with my partner who is in the audience uh who is in the wine industry and uh (laughs) this is a conflict of interest you should not be dating him and or you should not have your job i think this is you have been not we've been compromised did you have the wine enthusiast as you were with him i got him his first wine job oh so all right well okay so what you're saying is he's not qualified you're qualified and you're giving him the info he's actually studying in the next level of certification that i'm not so he's he's ready but before he got that job he was not ready so you're recommending unqualified people to positions of oh power God. sounds like oh, thursday am i right my words yeah i know i'm very good at this so you have the kind of job that i think is incredibly enviable and incredibly intimidating mm-hmm. because i can't think of a spirit that's more intimidating I should have another synonym for that, but I don't because I've been drinking like this guy right here because he likes wine. Hell yeah. 
You're not drinking wine because you're at the Hungry Brain, not a wine establishment, a spirits establishment. <laughs> then wine. Wine is incredibly intimidating, and I don't know where to begin. And uh, I feel like no matter how long I live, unless I actually become a connoisseur of sorts, it's never going to happen. It's kind of pointless. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Sure. What are some well, basic... Wait, is that true? What? If we never, you know, get yeah. all the background information, can we actually truly enjoy no. wine? Yeah, just enjoy it. I mean, I'm of, I'm of <laughs> the, the end. Okay, no, no, food no. is stupid, everybody. So, so I'm I'm of the opinion that um, that people apologize too much, as you're doing. Um, people apologize too much about you know not knowing enough. But do like, you not know what happened Thursday? I don't think people apologize enough. In fact, yeah. um, oh, that's that's true. You're right. You're right. But. But in terms of, in terms of like not knowing enough about wine, like I know nothing about beer. Like I know I know a very bare minimum. I can talk about it in a very base level, but I never. But do you I, realize the paper you write for and the people you're writing to? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe don't say I don't know nothing about beer. Well, I, it's not, I don't know anything about. It's not that I don't know anything about beer. I do. I t- I can talk to my beer writer about it, um, but. I'm not him, and he can't talk about wine the way that I can. It's, well, yeah. It's accepting that I can be curious about beer and not having to apologize for, you know, the knowledge gap. Sure. Uh, one of the things I like about you is – this sounds weird because like, we didn't talk about this before the show. You didn't come from a drinking family. It's not like you came from a, no. a family of wine drinkers no. at all. This at is all. relatively new stuff to both you and – yeah, just to you. It's yeah. new. Yeah. But you've been able to handle this, and you're a relatively young person for this type of job. Do you want to say your age or no? Yeah, I'm 33. That's a great age to have this job. Yeah. You could actually enjoy it. You're not bitter yet. <laughs> Who are some of the people besides yourself that uh, someone like me would want to read when it comes to knowing more about wine without feeling inferior? Ooh, um, I really, really like uh, Esther Mobley out in San Francisco. Um, she is the uh, She's younger than me. Uh, it makes me like her a lot less. I think she's 30. That's good. Um, she I don't is... read any 20-year-olds. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, Esther is incredible. Uh, she makes wine really, really fun. Um, I will plug my friend Belinda Chang here in Chicago. She is incredible. Um, she is one of the most vibrant wine educators that I know um, and makes it uh, incredibly inviting to learn about. I think the problem I have with wine is... It's so regional where mm-hmm. you could get the same IPA across the sure. United States or at point. least like a region where wine, it's so specific. You might not be able to get the same wine in Michigan than you can from Indiana than you can from Illinois. And, mm-hmm. and that makes it a little bit more difficult to know what you like. And clearly things change by year. How do you keep up with the trends? What a hack question. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I, that's, a, that's actually a really good point. Um, wine is interesting in – for regionality, because I, I, you know, you had mentioned that if we brought up uh, WWE, you would get political. But like, when wine for me also can get political. Like, I really like geopolitics. I really like, you know, the shifting um, borders. I really like how, um, you know, there are a lot of generational politics in wine. So that's what keeps me really into it. Um, older people want to keep wine one way and younger people are like, fuck that. Let's do something else. Yeah. Um, and so you're ageist is what you're saying. No, wine is, wine is ageist. Wine is ageist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's, it's really interesting to watch. Um, I think the thing that keeps me coming back is something delicious. Um, and, you know, I'm at a point where I can like taste, you know, I'm a really good taster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like you clearly do not smoke cigarettes. No. Because you're not cool. But, you, but <laughs> I'm a loser. 
No, you're not. <laughs> I think you're in a loving relationship, <laughs> yeah. right? Maybe. Now, you those have... daggers are to you, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a dream job. Yeah. You're doing well. Mm-hmm. You're drinking this fancy wine. Nah, I don't trust you. Okay. <laughs> so. Wait, wait, though. Are you drinking fancy? Yeah, exactly. Wine? No, I am drinking a Manhattan. No, 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 not tonight. No, no, but in like in general. general. Like, in do general? you guys do? You, do you have a go-to bottle at home? No. Are you drinking any wine from Aldi? Yes. Because they got wine there. Please name a wine from Aldi because I can afford that. Go. Winking Owl. Winking Owl. Winking Owl is Winking delicious. Owl. I will tell you right now. All of them? Or because they got the reds and Not, not okay. the reds. Don't not get the reds. reds. The whites are the good? The reds will make you sick. The whites are Where perfect. <laughs> there's a huge... No, you can't just say the brand and be like, one will make you sick. Well, Which no, way? there's you're, you're, the reds, you're the gonna, whites. The, red, the reds have, are really high histamine. You're gonna, if you mm-hmm. suffer from allergies, you're going to feel the allergies. What about the rosé? The rosé. Because they won awards. Oh, that's controversial. <laughs> oh, it's oh because really? the, the rosé that won an award won um, an award for the German version. Mm-hmm. The rosé uh, that we get is the American version. Same course. label, totally different award. Do you see ah! why this is confusing? Yes. <laughs> well, it's a national. It, it's a national German company, so like they're trying to, you know, sell their cheap ass. What's wine. the best wine that's readily available in Washington D.C.? And I know that uh, you live in Chicago, <laughs> Illinois, but <laughs> I don't. Ooh, that's going to, I don't know. Let me think about it. Think what, about it. Uh, I can let in you know. terms of a reasonable, again, two buck chuck, what's the. I don't really like two buck no. chuck. Is yeah. that just, it, but it's not price. It's just because it tastes like crap. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, there are certain, like, my ideal price point for wine is but you can get really good wine between $11 and 25 Great. Like, that's perfect. where do you go? Um, I go to. You know, Aldi, Binnie's, um, I go to... Um, so you're not just going to go to a specialty wine shop. You don't need to go to Lush or something. I love, I love, I love Lush. Lush yeah. over here is awesome. See, I used um, to go to Lush in Chicago. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's the same selection mm-hmm. at both. A so- uh, little different over there. Okay. Where um, do you, and you used to work at where? I use, well, it's closed now. It's called Just Grapes, and it was in the West Loop near the French Market. Okay. Um, so that was my first wine job out of college. Um, Can we go to the exact opposite of wine real yeah, quick? Yeah, let's go. Cheap. Cheap is great. That's the thing. I always want to talk about cheap food, but every single time mm. I talk to a chef or I talk to a restaurateur, they hate the brand, they hate the label cheap. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it stems from budget. No, well, yes, but like a lot of it stems from people assume anything that's not new American is they, they put the ethnic label on all food. Therefore cheap is blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that cheap is inherently good or cheap is inherently evil. I'm saying affordable is always good. Mm-hmm. And in a city like Chicago, you can get amazing food for very affordable prices. Yes. And no chef or no restaurateur ever wants to have that cheap label on them. Right. But I'm assuming for the Chicago Tribune, whenever you publish a piece that says cheap eats or cheap, whatever that does pretty well. We've kind of cut out cheap eats. Okay. Partly because of that. Exactly. Okay. Right. Why is cheap a bad word in the food community? Because there is a certain subset of people that think that um, a taco is always going to cost less than $5. Yeah. And that's just not true. I don't disagree. But affordable is always good. Right. Right. Yes. But affordable is not doesn't come off the tongue as cheap eats does. Yeah. Is so, there another one word syllable? One I wish. I, if you th- find out, let me know because SEO would be gangbusters. I know. Um, 
that's kind of a pointless diatribe I just did there, and I'd like to <laughs> no, apologize. But, but, you know, I, I, I do think that affordable is great. I think that um, I want restaurants to be affordable. I want people to go and enjoy restaurants. I think that that's, that's not my problem. My problem is associating uh, cheap eats with, um, you know, a mom-and-pop shop who are barely making ends meet, and people are really mad that they're, you know, they're spending $3 or 3 to six dollars on a taco mm -hmm. when they spent 14 hours making a batch of tortillas yeah you know so i do feel like you pay for right in like, the past five years that's sort of changing i feel like with slowly but surely food netflix food television mm -hmm. with top chef with great british bake-off with all these shows we're understanding food more in a way that we didn't 10 years ago i think so it cheap's not a bad word in that way anymore i think Yes and no. I think that people are s slowly disassociating from the previous versions of cheap, mm -hmm. like the 90s definition of cheap. You know, I think the 90s definition of diversity is in that, in that too. You know, like it's, it's kind of the same, the same thing. Like it's, it's an easy word to grab for. Um, somewhat related. Why do you think restaurants fail in Chicago? Mm, that's Regardless question. of scale. Um, we actually had this conversation earlier this week uh, because a neighborhood restaurant closed and the owner had said something about media being the reason that it failed. And then the next day we ran a story that I had been working on with a freelancer for three or four months about another neighborhood restaurant in the same neighborhood celebrating its 25th year anniversary. And, you know, I kind of went on a small diatribe on my Facebook where I was like, it's not, it's not the media's fault if the restaurant fails it just isn't we don't sure we don't move enough <laughs> media yeah. to, to for that to be true um it is um is the restaurant serving its neighborhood because if it's serving its neighborhood people are going to show up sure you know well can a big gourmand could a michelin star save a restaurant for a few months really mm -hmm. okay so that's not the end all no all. it's not the end all be all if you're if you're not giving your community what it needs then your community is going to move on. You mentioned the media. Mm -hmm. Are you kind of surprised? I'm, I'm definitely surprised that there hasn't been more Me Too stories when it comes to the food scene. Because mm -hmm. from the bars and restaurants that I've been in and worked in, sexual harassment has been rampant. Mm. But there haven't been that many people that have been outed for this. In Chicago? In general. Uh, like nationwide. There's been no, like, nationwide, it's been huge. It's I been, disagree. It's been really big. I'm in D.C., so Mike Isabella, but like mm -hmm. that's... Not... My friend worked on that story. She uncovered it. Yeah. So, but like he... But I think that's not why he went down. See, but I also think, you know, does everything have to be media covered within that group of restaurant people? Can they know about it and be like... You're out, whoever it is. Well, the difficult thing is, um, as a tribune, we have a really high threshold for uh, for chasing down a story and making mm -hmm. sure that it, it 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 meets certain criteria that we can chase. Do I want to chase all these down? I absolutely do. Um, I think that I serve my community, and I, this is to go back to your point as a journalist versus a writer. Like I. Even as a writer, like I still think I need to serve my community, but I really, as a journalist, like it's my duty. Yeah, exactly. My, my community, like I, I think it's a duty. Um, but um, as far as um, 
as far as this goes, in terms of like chasing down Me Too allegations, it's really hard to um, do anything about them when it's um, he said, she said, nothing is filed, and you know, like a, it's really hard for restaurant people, for restaurant employees, to um, to even file and file charges, right? Because yeah. as a restaurant, you're a working class person, or as a mm -hmm. as a server, you're a working class person. You don't have yeah. money for a lawyer, so. You know, our threshold is such that, like, did they file charges? And it's like, oftentimes, no. Of course not. And, and what can I do with that? And in a city of 7,000 restaurants, like, that's, that's more hundreds of thousands of stories that are going uncovered, um, untold, because we don't have the band power. Somewhat related to that, um, based on what's going on this week and based on your Twitter feed, are you worried about being so open with your views as a human being when it comes to your job? No. Okay. You are a journalist, mm -hmm. not a writer, mm -hmm. but you put out what you feel and believe, etc., on your Twitter feed. Mm -hmm. And none of you have no worries that that's going to come back at you. No. Good for you. Yeah. I'm, See how long that lasts. Yeah, no, that's, that's a very good point. Um, I think that um, we're in a new age um, of journalism where I can still be incredibly, incredibly solid and tight and fair in my reporting. And I try very hard because I'm very proud of my work as uh -huh. a reporter. Um, and I always, I'm always fair. Um, but it is foolish to think that I am less than human. Um, and so... No part I, of you worries that you publish, not write necessarily, but you move forward with a review. And it comes out later that that restaurateur, that chef is a bigot in some way. And then they put it on you saying like, well, this guy is not a bigot. So he's clearly a bigot towards me because I'm the bigot. You see where I'm going with this? <laughs> That's different. I'll go, I'll go toe to toe. <laughs> okay. Do you think, do you think your employer will stick with you? Yes. For now. We'll see. Are you in a union? Yes. Union steward. How long did that take? How long did that take, Alicia? Six months? Five months. Oh, that's so fast. The <laughs> giant corporations took five months. Yeah, uh, they're so fast. Yeah, the, uh, the Tribune was one of the longest running news organizations without a union. And it's that's bad. Less than 275 years. Listen at home, that's bad. Yeah, so we, we brought them to their knees. That's, don't use that analogy right now. Um, <laughs> oh, good point. Do you see where I'm Strike going that. with this, though? Like, I, yeah. I feel like you are in a no-win situation here. Mm -hmm. Because what you cover is more and more interesting the, the longer media goes on. Because mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you know this, no one pays for music. Mm -hmm. And every movie's free. And no one really goes to the theater. So uh, when it comes to like the arts and culture section, it's just you. Because I don't know if you know this, uh, everyone eats. <laughs> so what you do is more and more valuable every day. Well, the hard part is everybody thinks that food is just what comes on the plate. And I think that's foolish. Um, food is who makes us our drinks tonight. Food is who farmed that carrot that you that you boiled without seasoning. Um, food is... Don't that. look at Brandon that hard. <laughs> Wait! I, look I at the art. seasoned I moved, food! I moved my eye to the wall. No, you didn't! Um, <laughs> um, no, you but, made eye contact and pointed. But, but, you know, like, food, food is, you know, food is the politics of what we pay the, you know, the 
the laborers working in the in the fields of the vineyards. Do you realize the paper you write for? Oh yeah. Are you sure you want to be saying this stuff? Oh yeah. I don't think they're done. They know. With this. I'm, I'm, so, I'm very loud about this in the office. So Good can, luck. Can we go a different direction? Because no. I saw yes. this and I thought <laughs> yeah, it is a travesty that you haven't still done this. I saw that uh, change.org petition. <laughs> uh, everybody, did you see that, Brandon? No. So there is a there's a change.org petition petitioning uh, our friend here, Mr. Hernandez, to be the food and is it food and culture? Food and wine. Food and wine expert for Queer Eye. I did see that. <laughs> yes. Wait, what is your problem with guacamole? Uh, I have so no I... problems with guacamole. I love guacamole. What is your problem with eye candy? Oh, damn it. He has really nice arms. Damn right. Yeah. Okay. But I think... I have seen this. I apologize. Yeah. But I think uh, someone with a little more uh, color Hold on, on skin would be a great change. <laughs> Hold on. I don't disagree that with... Lineup. And a little bit Hold more on. meat on their bones. Let yeah, me defend the white man it. that's not here. <laughs> this is America. I am outraged. <laughs> Here's the problem with that. The man we were referring to, his name is... Anthony Porowski. Mm-hmm. How did Anthony get recommended for this gig? <sighs> Your hero, Ted Allen. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Cutthroat Kitchen is a better show than Chops. True. Do you really believe that? Yeah, we watch it pretty regularly. It's so fun. Yeah. Chops, I have no interest because like, I'll just Chopped figure it out. Chops Kids is great, though. Chops what? Chops Kids. Those kids. Hear me out. I mean, the only, little kids cooking is amazing. Like no, yeah. I disagree. The only kids cooking show that I like is MasterChef Junior. Mm-hmm. Thank you so oh much. Boy. I appreciate that. Because there was a kid on there that I referred to as Mini Craig Finn. Do you know who Craig Finn is? No. Esmeralda, do you know who Craig no. Finn is? No. Do either of you know the band The Hold Study? Yes. <laughs> okay. Craig Finn is the lead singer of The Hold Study. This kid was from Philadelphia. And he said things like, I'm going to butcher his quotes. Uh, by the way, he's 10. Uh, like, in Philadelphia, we know two things, like cheesesteak and love or something to that effect. <laughs> and uh, at one point, he was the team captain, and his team went down. He was eliminated that week. And he was crying. He was about to cry. But before he cried, he brought in the team and had everyone feel good about themselves and then cried alone because that's what a captain does. Wow. And he was eliminated that week. And he looked like Mini Craig Finn. Uh, which means he was a white guy that was sort of pudgy with glasses exactly Love like it. mine. And uh-huh. then he sang songs about the, the unified scene. He was great. So, Magic Junior is great because Gordon Ramsay, an amazing chef, is a dick yeah, on every other show yes. except Master Chef Junior. And he's so nice. He's that's so right. kind. You know why? Because those kids probably cook better than those other dumbasses on the other shows. Well, that's also casting. Too. That's casting. Agreed. Um, by the way, I don't know. You've never met me before this evening. Uh, as mother's known me for roughly twenty years, I scream when I agree. It's very <laughs> odd. It's very very odd. And when just, I, when I completely disagree, I'm very quiet, and then I I ask a question. Disappointing later. voice. No, I don't do disappointing voice often. Okay. I go. I usually say things like, "I'm successful and married. How's your life?" Something oh, to that effect. Damn. Yes, it really works well. But how much would you? Would as mother, how's you your job going? See what I mean? Like what? Doing what? Doing queer eye. Um, Hold on. No, no. We didn't get to my point. Uh, and you know how this country works. Um, how did Anthony get the job? Ted Allen. He cooked for Ted Allen. He cooks Thanksgiving dinner for Ted Allen. This guy can actually cook. Now, we've seen mm. season one of... Hold well, on. What? Hold what on. Hold on. Hold Joe? on. Hold on. I'm not, this is not about Joe. Mm-hmm. Seth. <laughs> we get Joe. Ted Allen It's not about Mr. Hernandez. <laughs> 
he can actually cook. What we saw was essentially one season of queer rice spread over two seasons, and they didn't know what to do with him yet. Therefore, all of the recipes were shit. The same way with Karamo. Karamo's job is what? Karamo is a hero. Hold on, stop. I don't disagree. <laughs> what is his job description? Culture. Culture. What the fuck is that? What are his actual qualifications? He worked for Oprah. Exactly. He's a yes, social, social worker. worker. He's got for Oprah. Like a master's. He's not just culture. They give him these horrible tags. He they adopted his sons. It, also, he's got like 50 fucking L.A. Dodgers hats in different colors, which I approve of. Because I like the Chicago Cubs, and I don't feel good about that, but I have a Chicago Cubs that's black hat, and it's great. Anyways, listen, these guys, like, the only one that could actually shine is the guy that did interior design who would, like, build a new house every stupid episode. Bobby. But everyone else is just like, we're going to do two things. But all these men are incredibly qualified. Now, I'm not saying you wouldn't be qualified on Queer Eye. I'm just saying, how dare you take away a job from a white man in America? That's all. <laughs> He's also an underwear model, so he's fine. Oh, Anthony is? Yeah. And he just opened his, up his own restaurant where he is serving avocado toast. See, he's got so much on his Hold plate. Hold on. Stop, 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 stop. He's toasting very, that bread. He's also Canadian, so he shouldn't be taking our jobs. Oh. I love I just that. Went there. I love that. Number one. Number two, I don't think any viewer and or staff member would be upset if they added you and they kept Anthony just as the underwear model. Uh, yeah. He just walks yeah. through a scene yeah. with under, just like, hey, hi guys. Yeah. This segment is sponsored by MeUndies, and then yes. there we go. And that funds <laughs> the episode. That would be great, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But would you want to actually do that? Honestly. Do you want to live in Atlanta? No. Well, there you go. They're living now in Kansas City for, I think, season three. That's worse. Yeah. Oh, it would be barbecue. Man. Hold on, stop. Barbecue. Hold on. Is Kansas City worse? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. They produced Joe McAdam and Atlanta produced Outcast. Therefore, yes, that's worse. Do you want to live in Kansas City? It's closer to here. It's not here, though. <laughs> God. Um, also, Jonathan Van Ness is my hero. I love him. He's doing our comedy festival. Oh, comedy is he? Festival. That's yeah. awesome. He's great. Thank you, Jonathan Van Ness, for paying for my salary. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. How often are, do people ask you, where should I eat? A lot, but I always like that question. That's so good, where should I eat? Yeah. What do you like? Anything. Food. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like spicy things or meat or dairy. And it's uh, got to be cheap. Yeah, it's got to right. be cheap, too. And I hate immigrants. Go. Oh, then <gasps> go to Cellar Door Provisions. It's wonderful in Logan Square. <laughs> um, go during the day because the croissant great. is made out of magic. That was um, great. So, okay. ma so many laminations. If you want, if you are a fan of Great British Bake Off, it is one of the best. You know what? I'm not. City. I'm not a fan of Great British Bake Off. How dare you? Here's why. There's no money involved, and that really bothers me. But the pride nice. of the country. Fuck off. Uh, number They're one. They're all so nice to each other. I love Friendship. that aspect. No, no, Friendship. I love that aspect. But I actually think that that Amy Poehler, Nick Offerman crafting <gasps> show did it better because at the end they're like. Here's $100,000. It sure, was for fine. money all along because this is America. Fine. Suck it. Attitude error. WWE. So we're going with this? That show is very good, though. Exactly. Because it's, it's just good. blatantly stealing the Great British Bake Off everything. But I could make a cake, and I can't make, like, an art installation. That's on you. Um, I mean, but I can ingest a cake. And a you're cake originally is, is, from California. Yes. And I've been having this fun debate with friends. I think L.A. is a, the best food city in the country. I wouldn't argue with that. Okay. Yeah. And I have always said Chicago's two, New York is three, and DC's in the top ten. 
That's a pretty good ranking. I mean, I'm biased right now. I would say Chicago first, then L.A. Here's but... the only reason why. I, th- I used to think Chicago was number one. Here's the only reason why I think L.A. is better. L.A. is bigger, so it mm-hmm. has more of everything. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're from there. Mm-hmm. Not L.A. proper, but you're from the area. Um, you could probably find every single thing you've ever wanted in L.A. True. where it's a little bit more difficult to find in Chicago. Yes. That's that the is, difference. That is, that is a big difference. Great. Um, there's, you know, little pockets of everything here, but uh, they are so spread out, whereas L.A., like, there are conclaves. Yeah. So, yeah. So, thank you for validating everything I've ever believed. <laughs> um, what do you hope happens with the Tribune? Because uh, you cover an industry that's thriving, but you work at the Chicago Tribune. Mm-hmm. I hope they pay us more. That's right. I hope. Good luck with that. <laughs> I hope that they invest in local journalism because. Oh, that's no, that's not going to happen. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm in the newsroom every day, and I see people. I, you know, media gets shit on a lot, um, but every day I see my colleagues um, working their asses off to tell the stories of the city, and they are not. We don't. We're not in it for guts or glory. We're in it. For, to tell the stories of our city, but it's still a business and they need to treat it like that. Do you worry when you see the reader and it's smaller and smaller and smaller every year and you see the red eye and it's like now twice a week and I know that yeah. it's technically part of the mm-hmm. Tribune. Does, does that worry you in terms of uh, how journalism is respected in this city or do you it, just it, keep your head down? It does worry me and I don't keep my head down. Um, it does worry me. Um, but I do think that, uh, the internet has created really awesome forms of place, uh, awesome forms to do new journalism. Um, I think ProPublica is wonderful. I think that there are people um, really investing in what journalism can be. I think City, City Bureau, if you don't know what City Bureau is, please check it out. It's a really great outfit um, on the South Side that's training citizen journalists. Is that the thing you just shared about the sh- like South Side Eats and there was like a breakdown by that's, neighborhood? That's from South Side Weekly. Oh, but, um, but South Side Weekly is also awesome. Like it's a really great um, indie publication that's a nonprofit that is um, doing stories for the community, of the community. Um, but City Bureau is training citizen journalists to learn how to ask questions like journalists yeah. in like in you know uh, local meetings and and government meetings um, so there are journalism shifting and is it always going to be the Tribune probably not I would be a fool if I said that um, but um, you know I get do looked you, down on because I'm a food journalist and not like a journalist yeah you, God um, forbid you actually do something people read um, right. uh, do you miss the Tribune Tower I did, and then I don't. Really? Why is that? <laughs> uh, roaches would fall on people's heads. Oh my God! Yeah, no. Yeah, was I was there. Yeah. There was a roach. It almost, I had a door, and I shut it, and I wouldn't leave my little enclave <laughs> until someone killed it. Um, yeah, it was kind of a garbage fire by the time we yeah. left. Um, it was. It is, it's an old building. Like, do I miss the nostalgia walking into that lobby? Hell yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, you gonna buy one of the condos in the. If I could, you know. The new one? You're great. saying the Tribune doesn't pay you enough to live in the yeah, former it, Tribune Tower? Oh, we got a discount. Did you really? No. Oh. <laughs> we should all go to the open house. Yeah. Is oh there, when is the open so, house? I don't, I don't know. know. That's still so, all. I don't know if you knew this, but they're building a new tower in the parking lot that was behind the, um, the Trib Tower. Yes. So it's going to be... Double? You know, it, it's supposed to be the tallest building in the city when it gets completed, so it's going to overshadow the Trib Tower. Um, but they won the lawsuit to keep Chicago Tribune on the on the. That's very odd. On the side, yeah. That's very. Yeah, odd. we took our we took the the WG on letters are sitting in the hallway. Oh, of your of former Paris. employer. <laughs> yes. 
They're just sitting there. No Do you have a cool loft space? You can probably steal them and like put them in the I could. They're very light, yeah. oddly <laughs> enough. You'd think they'd be real heavy. They yeah, are not. I think they're like aluminum. Uh, I'm going to ask you the question probably most every person asks you. What is the most exciting neighborhood to eat in in Chicago? Mm, that's, that's really tough. Um, because I keep pushing for a really comprehensive neighborhood guide in this city. Um, Logan Square is obvious. Really? Yeah. Um, but I, I live in Albany Park, and I yeah. really fucking love Albany Park. Yeah. Um, I get Korean. We have Mediterranean. We have Mexican. We have Japanese. Like, there's just everything in Albany Park. What's the worst neighborhood? Lincoln Park. Is it Lincoln Park? Is it really Lincoln Park? <laughs> it's Lincoln Park. Let's think about Lincoln Park. They got Delilah's. That's a fun bar. Uh, Lots of bars. Lots of great bars. Good, good drinking. Drinking counts as food. Yeah. Did you not watch the hearing on Thursday? <laughs> Touche. Based on your Twitter feed, that's all you've watched this yeah. week. Mm -hmm. um, Sadness. You have a great job. You're a very nice man. And I really Thank appreciate you. you for doing this. People could read you at... Uh, the digital media company, Chicago Tribune. Mm -hmm. um, they're a local zine. You've got to <laughs> support local zines. They just, it's, it's really sucks because they just got uh, displaced from their uh, former location due to gentrification. And, um, <laughs> We're a 150-year-old startup. <laughs> they don't know how to sell ads, even though it's very obvious how to do that. Uh, We're overrun with roaches. Somebody has scabies somewhere. You really want to lose this job, don't you? But it's <laughs> I true. Dare that. <laughs> oh there my were God. roaches so everywhere. So many roaches. So many. Well documented. Yeah. And then because they started uh, knocking stuff down when yep. people were still there, all the roaches started going down because they started mm -hmm. up and then all the roaches went, f you know, running <sighs> down. It was terrible. Thank you for being part of our roach segment. <laughs> uh, That's a, very, a big uh, listenership, roaches. You have a very yeah. fun Twitter handle. What is your Twitter handle? JoeyBear85. Because you agreed that the Chicago Bears 85 team was the best. And, yeah, let's um, go with that. You love... <laughs> You love CTE, and you're a big fan of Republican Mike Ditka. Uh, he has a restaurant. I can't. I, I'll refrain. Have you eaten at Ditka's? <laughs> I have not. Oh, yeah. Why? Family. You're, why would your family want to eat at Ditka's? Uh, they're Republicans. There you go. There you go. So they hate you, right? Your family hates you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Well, they could actually afford the places that you write about. <laughs> Congratulations on succeeding at journalism, which is very rare and hard to do. Thank you. I try. Did you regret being on this show yet? I'll wake up tomorrow. I'll, I'll let you know. You're a good man. Let's see how long you and your boyfriend will stay here <laughs> while I talk to our guests and do this show. Did you think you did a good job? Yeah. He did do a good job. Thank you. Do you think you did a good job? I'm sweating, so I think, yeah. Do you, are you really sweating? Are you really sweating? Here's what I like about you. You're a confident enough man to wear white pants on September 29th, 2018. There are no rules. There are, there are literal rules, and you are breaking them. You are a rule breaker. You're a fantastic man. That's a reference to a song on the jukebox, which is William. How do I say William's last name? Sal, man. You know exactly what I'm talking about. How do I say it? Onya Bar. Did I get a clone close? Do you know that song, Fantastic Man? No. Guess what? We're not going to play it because we don't have that ability. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Thank you for being right. part of this. I think we had a good time. I yeah, think for sure. Yeah! For sure. 
I'm trying to warm up the crowd to Bobby, and I think I'm doing the bad. <laughs> I, I think I'm doing a bad job at that. All right. I think some people left. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> what? I got to end the show then. No, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Joseph Fernandez, everybody. Joseph, thank you so much. That's for you. That's for you. Jesus Christ, thank you so much for doing this, Bobby. Bobby's in the room. Bobby, did the Brewers lose by, from the Detroit Tigers? Yes, they did. Fantastic. Bud Selig perpetrated 9-11, everybody. Bud Selig, creator of the hit television show ALF, did 9-11. Coming to the stage is a man that I've only heard good things about. and I, It's literally the only... The, this is not a joke. Literally the only man that's been recommended by other people to do this show in the last two years. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bobby Buzzer. Bobby! Do whatever you want. I'm trying to make some noise so it's not as awkward by the time you get up here. Hell yeah. Nice Metallica tea. Yeah. So am I doing a set or am do I doing... Do whatever you want, dude. I don't give a shit. Okay. Should I do stand-up or what? I... I don't know what I'm doing here. Do whatever you want. I'll, if you want to interview me, I don't. I don't care. How about what if we made it even weirder? What if you did one minute? Of, what if we? Oh, hold on. One minute of stand. One and then joke. You, one joke, and then you sit down, and then one joke, and then you sit down, and then. Oh, okay, one. that's a bit too weird for me. Uh, I don't know. Okay, fuck it. I'll do that. I'll get out of my comfort zone. Let's do um, it. Okay, this is gonna be real weird. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Just got a month residency at the Laugh Factory, and now I'm here. Uh, this, this is cool, though. Uh, <laughs> I wish I was a foodie. Man, I'm sort of a foodie. I don't know. Like my, I'm not a foodie at all. My favorite dessert is Whippets. Um, <laughs> this is cool. But there's one restaurant I don't like. I'll tell you. I'll foodie this up. There's one restaurant I don't like. It's the, uh, it's the Michael Jordan Steakhouse. <laughs> this is what I know about the Michael. Who makes a noise if you've ever been to the Michael Jordan Steakhouse, huh? Okay, <laughs> okay. One victim. Uh, it's not a good restaurant. It's really shitty food, awful service, uh, overpriced. The, the actually the reason why it's called the Michael Jordan Steakhouse, it's because it's a uh, it's a gamble if you eat there. Uh, <laughs> now, if you don't get that joke, just talk to Michael Jordan's dad. He knows all about that shit. Um, Bobby, bless everybody, Bobby. <laughs> all right. You knew with a joke, and it crowds rarely do that. That was awesome, that. man. That was good, yeah. Yes. Remember when um, he killed his father because of gambling nets, and then he was like, I'll be a baseball player to make him proud. <laughs> yeah, there's a conspiracy behind that, that he, the NBA wanted to keep him in the, the, the NBA, uh, <laughs> so they just gave him a two-year suspension, but they didn't want to give him a two-year suspension because they didn't want to... It's a conspiracy theory. I don't know. you got to do coke to get it. I don't know. How often do you do coke? Uh, not often anymore. Uh, because of funds or because of availability? Uh, it just makes me feel bad the next day. Does like, it really? Yeah, yeah. No, it's like maybe like two, three times a year. Yeah. Oh, that's like rare. That yeah. is like barely counts. But at the peak, it was at the peak. I was like doing it like uh, like once every like three weeks or something. Well, you realize you have a residency at the Laugh Factory now. I did. What happened? Oh, it was. Uh, I was host. I was uh, not even a residency. I was hosting their Tuesday. Sh their Tuesday. Sh their, so you're their a liar. Show. You're a liar. What you're saying is you're. No, a liar. I'm not a liar. I was. The, I was man. hosting. You just lied to the people. I was not lying. I was you're hosting. You're a lying okay. man. You're an interrupting man, and that's worse. Uh, it's you, you're the. You, you know who else fucking interrupted? The Kavanesky <laughs> dude, or whatever his name is, the Me Too guy, whatever the newest Me Too guy. What's his name? Brett something. I don't know. Red I don't. 
to be really quick, did Brett screw Brett? Do you know that reference? Brett screw Brett? No. Oh, is that uh No I assumed every answer in that book is uh a book. <laughs> I assume, every answer, yeah, I assume every answer in that game is Chris Benoit. Oh! Yeah. He's uh, the only wrestler I know about. For the listener at home, he uh, he he was a strong man, so he strong. He pulled a prank on his family. <laughs> oh. he, he did the ultimate swerve, which is murder his family. Yeah, turned heel, for sure. <laughs> the ultimate... I don't know. I mean, when Shawn Michaels threw his partner from the Rockers... Through yeah, the, I don't know who that is. Um, I don't know who sh- the guy from Poison? Yeah. Oh, my God. You clearly know who Shawn Michaels is. That's Brett Michaels. Uh, no, but you, you, it's the same. Uh, he murdered his family and then hung himself. Damn. Do you know how he hung himself? Uh, yeah, he was doing the weight thing. Yep. And he put it down to, like, 700 pounds, and it, like, snapped his neck immediately. The, thing it's the only thing about wrestling that I know. It's the only thing about wrestling that I know is uh, that and Stone Cold, like, uh, Addison wrestled his wife around a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So you know everything there is to know about wrestling. Yeah, all the all the good stuff. No, all the bad <laughs> things about wrestling. I know. Yeah. Why does everyone like you? I don't know. <laughs> here's my here's my know. issue with you. I don't know. I'm man. worried for you. Why are you worried for me? Because everyone that I respect really likes you, but they all like people that don't succeed in comedy that are actually funny. You know what I mean? I guess, but nobody that's good at comedy succeeds in it. That's what I'm saying. You know. So I don't give a shit if I su- I I do want to succeed in comedy, but like. What is succeeding? Like paying your bills with what you do for art. I got yeah, I got yeah, okay. I mean Nice Metallica tea. Thank you. It costs ten bucks. Target? Uh, no, I got it at the uh what's like Gap Outlet? No, Buffalo Exchange, Ooh, one of those things. Yeah. It's like a retail shop for fucking rich kids from Wicker Park. Uh where are you from? I'm from Chicago. Where? Like Irving Park in Western. You want my mom's address? Yeah. For $5,000, I will dox my own mother, all right? <laughs> just PayPal me. Uh, no, yeah, I grew up right at Irving and Western, just about a mile north of here. Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Bell, <laughs> which is like one of the top schools in the grade schools in the nation. And then I went for high school, went to Jones Prep, which is one of the top high schools in the nation. And for a living now, I deliver milk and cookies on my bike to people. So that shit's working out for me. The good cookies? Yeah, insomnia. Cool. Ever try them? They yeah, have them in have. Washington D.C. They do. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you bring any? Yeah. Why didn't you bring? Any? <laughs> I, <can't>. I called <laughs> out sick of work to be here. Ah, you suck. You made a bad decision. Why didn't wanna? You're a good man. I and guess I, I should. Your, your I should have requested off, but then I forgot. And then you tagged me in a Facebook thing <laughs> yesterday. And it was just like. Ah, it's gonna rain tonight anyway, so you know I don't want to deliver cookies in this uh, in this weather. So you're a Cubs fan, big time, yeah. But you know, most Cubs fans suck, and I'm a Cubs most fan too. Baseball fans suck. Here's the th- no, no, I disagree. Okay, well, uh, okay, <laughs> I've gone to a lot of White Sox games. One time, my brother was called a word that begins with F that I don't like anymore that I, I don't hang out with juggalos hey take that back juggalos well, are cool okay i don't want i didn't want to use but okay i know the word we know the word yeah don't that, don't just just google it google be, it google it google don't be smart what's the bad word that begins with f don't be father don't be smirch juggalos i won't i actually like juggalos that's I was, right i was trying to think of a group i was trying to think of a punchline and i couldn't i've been thinking about detroit because i watched them play today because they're playing the brewers it's no big deal 
but it's another word that I, I understand. It's a bad word that starts with F. That it's not fuck. So we got it. That's your lifeline. Fifty fifty. <laughs> Regis Philbin. And they called him that. A bunch of White Sox fans called him that because he was wearing Chicago Cubs socks. So White Sox fans are also bad. I don't disagree. You don't? Okay, what, then what do you disagree Dodgers with? fans. Dodgers fans? What Dodgers fans? They don't exist. You're wrong. Okay. They, they, <laughs> nobody's from L.A., I feel like. Wrong. That's like saying no one's from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Exactly. So you're saying I don't exist? Yeah. I, get, I don't know. Fuck Dodgers fans. Fuck Clayton Kershaw. Fuck everybody. Um, should I do another joke? Yeah, do one more. All right. Hey, Joe, put your ass together. Bobby Vance, everybody. All right. This is, all right. Uh, so do we have any flat earthers <laughs> in the building? No? Do we have any flat earthers? I'm being, I'm done. Huh? I saw Star Jones. Is Star Jones a flat earther? Dude, she's named after science and shit. What the fuck? <laughs> I got it. It's so now it's Star Jones and Tila Tequila are the flat earthers that I want to fuck. Uh, as <laughs> Flmilfs, they're Flmilfs. Uh, do we have any? No, but uh, legitimately, are there any flat earthers in this? All right, didn't know we were at the idiot convention, but that's all right. Um, I'm not a. I might be a flat earther. I don't know. Who gives a shit? It's my favorite. It's my favorite conspiracy theory because, like, if flat earthers are right, who gives a shit? Like, it's, we still have the same shitty lives. The earth is flat. The earth is round. Who cares? Our, st- our parents still voted for Trump, and they still pay our cell phone bills. So who cares? My buddy's a flat earther. Though. My buddy Richard's a flat earther. Uh, he says, my same friend that went to jail for a year and a half for arson, <laughs> and he came out of jail a flat earther. So... Flat Earth is a new Allah, apparently. Uh, that's cool. And he came up, there was one night he was talking to me about Flat Earth, and he was like, yo, Rob, I'm t-. we were out drinking with friends. He's like, yo, Rob, I'm telling you, man, the Earth is totally flat. I was like, dude, I don't want to talk about Flat Earth right now. We're with a bunch of friends. like, no, come on, man, I'll prove it to you. I have a bunch of cocaine. I'll talk to you about it. I like, all right, let's Flat Earth it up, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm all ears and one nostril. So <laughs> he wanted to tell me about Flat Earth and shit. And then he was like, yeah, dude, so there's this dude on YouTube, and basically he has these videos where he debunks everything that Bob Saget has ever said. And I was like, Bob Saget from, like, America's Funniest Home Videos and shit? He's like, ah, no, not that Bob Saget, the other one. You know the guy that would talk about, like, outer space and shit? He meant to say Carl Sagan. (laughs) Um, So I am a flat earther now. He convinced me. I I do think the earth is flat. But it has an amazing personality. So, six out of... All right, that's... Bye, bye, everybody! Hey, they didn't like that joke. Here's your WWE question. Who won the Corporation versus Degener X Mini Royal Rumble to earn the number 30 spot in the 1999 Royal Rumble match? Is it Chris Benoit? It's close. It's China, everybody. China. Oh, they're both past. That's right. Oh, I have this uh, superpower where... So, China doll, she died on... April 20th, uh, 2017. I have this, like, autism superpower where I could tell which uh, year celebrities died and sometimes which day. Do they all die on 420? No, no, no. But she died the day before Prince died. Prince died on uh, April 21st, uh, 2017. Well, or 2016. Uh, what about Ray Charles? Ray Charles died in 2005 because it was right after, right before that Jamie Foxx movie. Right after that Jamie Foxx movie came out. David Bowie. David Bowie. He died in January of 2016. That, he kicked off the 2016 death spree of celebrities. 
That's an easy question. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Uh, he didn't. He he didn't die. No. Uh, <laughs> he died in '94. It was like uh, April of '94. I think it was around the time my dad's birthday. I think April sixth. Yeah. Uh, April sixth. Yeah, my dad. I think he was born. April, uh, whenever Martin Luther King got shot. Really quick, really quick. You know China's death. You don't know your dad's birthday. (laughs) No, because my dad died when I was 13. Uh, 2003, uh, March 30-something. It was around St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Did you miss your dad? I didn't really know him. Was he a Cubs fan? Yeah, he was a Cubs fan. I'm glad he's dead because all Cubs fans are bad, apparently, to this guy over here. No, I'm a Cubs fan. I know. We're all Cubs fans. Uh, I think he was a Cubs, yeah, he was a Cubs fan. Yeah. Big, big Chicago sports fan. He really liked uh, doing heroin, though. Now we have you ever tried died. heroin? No. I don't have the, I'm not talented enough to do heroin. How old are you? Uh, 28. Do you feel like the boat passed on heroin for you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If, it, if, if I asked you that question two years ago, would you have done it? Yeah, probably. I feel like 27. Once you can't be in the 27 yeah. club anymore. You got to wait till then, 40, right? Yeah, I guess. How I guess was, it's like the Chris Cornell thing. Did he start doing heroin at 40? No, he did it the whole way, but he didn't kill himself until he was in his 40s. Now, he died, uh, I want to say, it was 2017. It was, Correct. I wanna, ah, fuck. Here's a hint. Chester Bennington. Chester Bennington died in Jan- June or July, and it was the same day that O.J. Simpson got uh, freed for doing nothing wrong, apparently. <laughs> That's cool. You like yeah. sports. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what's your favorite Linkin Park song? I never listened to Linkin Park as a yeah. kid. No, I, 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 what's I, your favorite band? Is it Metallica? No, yeah, they're top... Five, probably, I like uh, Metallica. Man, I got shitty taste in music, man. You don't want to know. I do want to know. Okay. <laughs> I like uh, I like Metallica. I like Sublime. Yeah, uh, <laughs> How often are you high? Not often anymore, just because like, I got sick of it. What about um, Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, what about I don't, like, I don't like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. I don't like Red Hot Chili there's a lot, like, out of all those, out of all the shitty bands, Sublime is probably my favorite. And they're one of my favorite bands of all time. Have you gone to see the, the you know, the, the now playing Sublime? Which is just those other dudes it's in Sublime it. Sublime with Rome. Sublime with Rome. Ah, no. I'm, a, I'm an authentic fan. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, you like the band that died when you were 10. Yeah, exactly. When I, I was uh, six, Bradley Noel. Bradley Noel died when he was 28. He could have been in the 27 Club, but he decided to not do enough heroin. Do you think he didn't kill himself when he was 27 because he was too fat and he wouldn't have fit in? Hey, is that a is that a joke? Is that like a pun? Not or? really. I just always thought like if you do that much heroin, you should be thinner. Was he fat? Yeah, he was a big dude. Oh. And also the other guys in the band were way bigger than him, so he looked thinner. Was he? A, was that a fat band? Yeah, it was a huge fat Just band. like three blues travelers yep. in one band? Yep. John Popper cool. lost a shitload of weight because his bassist died from obesity. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but then they arrested him with all them guns in a car. Yeah, dude, yeah. John Popper fucking, ru- he's one of those, uh, like, uh, I think he's like one of them libertarian types, yeah. you know? Like, like you. I don't, I don't know anything about politics. I think you do. Ah, sort of. I know who to vote for. Who do you vote but, for? Rom? No. Dude. What? Fuck Rahm Emanuel. Controversial statement in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, yeah, because everybody here hates him. No, he sucks. Um, he fucked over a lot of teachers. My mom was like a teacher, so I don't, I don't Could you like be him. more Chicagoan? 
Is it possible? Are you, you in a union? your mom. You grew up a mile from here. Your dad died at 13 of heroin. You like the band Sublime. You deliver cookies on a bike. Those you're things a comic. are not Chicago. You're the most Chicago comic possible. How many times did you try improv at I.O.? Uh, Come on, at least twice, right? Well, once when there I was we like go. thirteen. Once when I was That's like thirteen, right. and then because your dad died, and you're like, I'll try improv. Yeah, I was like, I gotta laugh somehow. <laughs> this, will, this will bring him back to life if I. I gotta check the I, Cub score on my broken iPhone. If I, do you, how'd you know my iPhone was broken? Because you're a comic in Chicago. Yeah, they got fucking broke this thing. In. Yeah, it's I know. Got a giant black line going down the side of it. Is um, that a saying for something? Because you're a racist from Chicago Cubs fan. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> this is the side that I don't go on, and this is uh, the. East side of Chicago. Uh, no. That was fun. Yeah, doing we voices. had fun times. Yeah. Are you glad you're from here, or do you think it's going to be your detriment and the thing that makes you great? I'm glad I'm from here. I just, I sort of don't like it now because I'm a little bit too. I feel too, a little bit too at home here. Yeah. You well, know, you leave. Yeah, get out of here. It's hard to though because <laughs> like, <laughs> New York don't got. Chicago style shit, you know, like LA. They don't got, they got like. Yeah, you don't know anybody in either city. I bet. I you don't have any friends there. <laughs> I know a lot of people there, but like, I don't know. Like, it's they're not Chicago. It's, I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Do you know who Danny Callis is? Yeah. Do you want to be that? You gotta go. Yeah, I know. I I love him. He's I love one of my good friends. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't want to be. How often do you wear sweatpants to CVS and/or Walgreens? I do, I do, I do gym shorts. I do gym yeah. shorts. I run. That's hot. the twenty-year-old version of sweatpants. I, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm still, I'm turning, I'm, I'm twenty-eight now. So yeah, they're gradually anamorphing into. Uh, you got, you know, you're too sweatpants. talented to stay here. I thank you, thank you. Yeah, I should, I, I should move. I plan on moving by the time I'm thirty. But no, you gotta move now. Right, right, right now. Yeah. Like what pack you, my bags and shit. What else are you gonna deliver cookies out here? You could deliver them over there. Yeah, New Come York. On. Yeah, but it's like I don't know what the I don't know what the you western, know the streets. I don't know what the Western Avenue of New York is. You know what the street to avoid God in New York it. is. Why you gotta avoid Western Avenue? It's the worst street to ride your bike down. So there was a stereotype, not stereotype, there was a urban legend here at the Hungry Brain where you couldn't get a DUI in Western. Remember this, Esmeralda? Uh, I uh, thought that was just all of Chicago. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair, Western, fair. Damon, Byron, Bernice. <laughs> I'm just going to fuck it out. Who's the the Black Force Gump? Bubba. I didn't know what to call him, but he's in, instead of naming off the shrimp, you just name off streets of Chicago. Yeah, I think that's going to be, that's, I'll be the white Bubba, you know? Yeah, but Bubba he, Bubba. he's not the Black Forest Gump. <laughs> I was the black guy from Forest Gump. I dropped the from. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to do that. Didn't mean to say the Black Forest Gump. <laughs> but you did without um. prompt. And <laughs> hey, I had to explain Chicago, the what can I say? <laughs> You're clearly from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, you got to leave. Not the show in general. Oh, though. yeah, I should. I'm going out to New York for the first time in November. Going to yeah. see what it's like over there. Because yeah, I don't want to. Here's my guess. Is, uh, this place sucks. <laughs> That's probably all my friends is like they're, they're, like, I'm staying there for six days, and all my friends are like, yeah, you're gonna fucking hate it there. That's yeah, way are. too long to visit for the first time. Yeah. But I don't know if anything. I'll just like get high with my friends. Let me guess, apartment. you're sleeping on a couch. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what am I gonna buy a bed for four days or whatever or six days? That's how I know how much money you make. I'm gonna buy a bed for four days. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna lease lease a bed from. 
I don't know where your lease bed's from. Yeah. Re- Rent-a-center? They got thumbs out there? <laughs> you are Danny Callis, but shorter. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's a compliment, I guess? Yeah, and I got a chin. Oh, my God. I was texting him the other day. We're friends. <laughs> I can make that joke. You do? Are you going to marry a nurse like Joe Kilgallen? Is she a nurse or is she a teacher? Uh, I think she's a nurse. There you go. I don't know. I'm going to read someone. I don't know. Are you dating anybody right now? No. Okay. I used to date a 21-year-old white girl with dreadlocks, though. How old were you? Uh, 27. It was last year. Are you a juggalo? No, I hang out. I, I have a lot of friends that are jugglers. And is she a juggalo? No, nah, she wasn't a juggalo. You sure about that? Uh, yeah, no, she did go to a uh, the Cottonmouth Kings concert. Yeah, she's once, a juggalo. Uh, she's a juggalo. It's not a juggalo. They're juggalo with Jason. I also really like the Insane Clown Posse. Uh, <laughs> they're top ten bands for me. I got shit taste in music. I don't know who the fuck Captain Beefheart is. So you know, the, welcome to my zone. Welcome. <laughs> My zone, I yeah. think people say all the time. I think that's your new catchphrase. <laughs> welcome to my zone. I'm Bobby. Welcome to my zone. And then, <laughs> what do you, what do you want in life? What do I want in life? Uh, I don't know. Just to do com, do stand up, and uh, probably like write movies and shit. <laughs> Have know, you like written some- a movie? I got, I got me and my, uh, me and my roommate who we met uh, the one year I went to college. Have uh, where'd you go to college? This place called Lincoln College, and boy, oh boy, are there some stories about that place. Um, Can I have one story about that place? Ah, shit. <laughs> I had uh, my roommate who I love. He's very difficult to love, but I fucking love him. Uh, Who's my? Not my roommate that I have now. Was our other best friend, who's my roommate at Thank you Lincoln. for clarifying. I was worried. Well, this is. He he has like a kid now and shit uh, that I've seen on Facebook. Don't think it's his. Uh, I hope this podcast does not get out to him or talk show. What's his name? His name I don't. His name's Mike. Mike what? I'm not gonna say. Let's his just last name. just say his last name. Mike Blue Ribbon. That's his. <laughs> it's hyphenated, so he's woke. You know. What, no. What's uh, his? What? Just give the initials. Mike what? Pete. Mike Pete. Mike Pete. Mike Pete. Let's Mike call him P. Mike Pete. Mike Pete. And Mike, was... Mike D from the Beastie Boys, but Mike, but Mike P. P. Yeah. What's his last name? I'm not going to say his last okay. name. He, he, he's, he's, I don't want to. Mike, your freshman year he, of freshman college. Freshman year of college. Uh, at Lincoln College. He, there was, it was the last night. We didn't have finals or anything the, the, the next day. It was just our last day there. We were going to get, I was going to get like picked up by my mom at like 3 p.m. that Next Not day. your dad, because your dad is dead by now. Yeah, he can't. He's no, dead. Uh, he, it's Nick Cage, because he'll be a ghostwriter. All right, come on. That's that's a movie. All right. It's a comic book. It's a, Oh, yeah, it is. I don't know comic books. I just know movies. And that movie was pretty shitty. Uh, so, <laughs> so. You, you've, it was going hard at the ghostwriter movie. <laughs> yeah. So, we all, like, we split between, like, Four of us, we split just like two handles of just like shitty vodka, and that Mike dude must have had like a whole handle of vodka, and he got blackout drunk. And he, when he was sober, everybody loved him. He loved everybody. He loved black people when he was sober. But when he got drunk, oh boy, boy, oh boy, he turned into Kramer at the Laugh Factory, and he was just for four straight hours. He was just. 
like screaming the N word throughout the dorm room. Now our do- the college was like seventy percent black, but at this point in the school year, everybody just had it with his shit that they just didn't even give a shit that he was screaming the N word. But then the RAs had to calm him down, and it was uh, it was. Actually, the black RA in our dorm building calmed him down by giving him a Pop-Tart. And, uh, yeah, that was the last day of college. I didn't talk to him for a good, like, six months after that. I was like, dude, uh, I can't. But then he charmed me after six months after that. That's so, the thing with him. When he got drunk, was a total monster. When he was, like, sober or even maybe a little drunk, absolutely charmed Really me. quick question. Do you believe that people are their true selves when they're very drunk or they're a different person? Uh, I think, I think when you're like blackout drunk, you're not really your true self. When you're like blackout drunk, you really do turn into a different person. But people are their true selves after like six or seven beers. You know? I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Because six or seven—that's like a good night for me. This but is like, a question for Esmeralda and maybe Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel free to shout it out, Stephanie, if you want. When I'm very drunk, am uh-huh. I positive or negative? Oh. I have no idea. Okay, okay, okay. Aren't you just negative all the time? No, I don't think I am at all. Been a little negative during this interview talking right? shit about all Cubs fans. <laughs> you're a Cubs fan yourself. Saying I that am. Cubs, you're like one of those fucking woke Fools. white dudes on Twitter that's like white people are the worst. Like, motherfucker, no, you're no, white. No, no, I'm not on Twitter. Any- I'm trying to delete all Twitter. All I'm of trying my to delete tweets. Twitter. My twi- I can say via Twitter. I know, but <laughs> if you go to, go to my timeline. Go to my timeline right now. I've deleted almost all the tweets because they won't get rid of the Nazis. So all I do is use it for the show, and then I promote the show and stuff like that, and clearly it works. And then I delete all those tweets, and that's what I do. I gotta, that'll show them. Damn. That'll know, show, that'll know, show at know, Jack. I know. I know. At Jack's a bad guy. I know. I know. I got to get rid of Twitter, too. Uh, my career is going to – I tweeted some weird sh- – I tweet some weird shit, and I don't remember it. I get – I one time got drunk and I tweeted at Ben Shapiro for like three straight minutes asking him if he said the N-word before. <laughs> Just because it's like he's the last person you'd ever want to say it. Not because he's white, but just because he's mean about everything. And like 10 years from now, it's going to take me down, I think. I got to get rid of my Twitter. Yeah, why do you have it? Because it's, it's so much fun. Is it really? I love... I don't, I don't follow all the... I use Twitter in like the worst way. I don't follow any of the big stories on Twitter. I, I, so I don't know like any of like the news stories as of late because I don't follow any of that stuff on Twitter. So I just see the fun part of it. But I guess there's a bunch of like bad stuff about yeah. it, like people getting doxxed and shit. But I just I don't know. Like there's uh, there's so many fun Twitter accounts, but yeah, there's a lot of bad ones too. I try not to think about. How do you pay rent? Just the cookie job? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. And I do, uh, Insta, no, not Instacart. What's, uh, po- po- like Postmates. And yeah. I deliver food on my bike for right now. Once it hits the winter, I got a couple other jobs I can do. It's not like selling weed. There's like this company that I can work. It's my friend's company. That no I one can. said you're going to sell weed. Well, it sounds Why like it sounds like I'm being like a Walter White right now and being all exclusive with my job. Or no, whatever. you sound like the exact opposite of Walter White right now. You sound like Jesse. Jesse, oh yeah. And you're talking like Jesse, and you're talking about your racist friend like Jesse had. Yeah, he had a racist friend. I am the Jesse Pinkman of uh, <laughs> Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> hey, old Mr. White. Uh, <laughs> 
Why the heck did you explode the uh, Italian beef stain? The 35th Arthur. How often do you get – do you ever get upset when people are like, I'm from Chicago, and you're like, where? They're like, Naperville. I do not give a shit when people say that. If yeah. you want to say you're from Chicago – if you're from if you're from the suburbs of Chicago and you want to say you're from Chicago, I'm happy for that. But what annoys me is when someone lives in like – someone lives in like Lincoln Park for like six years. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, and they're from like Michigan. It's like, oh, I've lived in Chicago for six years. I'm from Chicago. It's like, no, no, you're not. You know, you, you just don't you, like Lincoln Park. Neither no, of you like Lincoln Park. No, I, I love Lincoln Park. I work in Lincoln Park. I went to my brothers went to high school in Lincoln Park. I've been to a lot of fun bars in Lincoln Park. Uh, I just use Lincoln Park as an example. Sure, Lincoln Park, Logan Square, Lakeview, now Pilsen for some reason. So all neighborhoods are bad. No, not all neighborhoods are bad. I'm just saying I hate it when people move to. Chicago, they live in Chicago for six years, and then they say they're from Chicago. It's like, no, you're not. I'm sorry. You can't. Until you voted in a local election and, like, you've spit on, you've tried to spit on Rahm Emanuel, once you do either of those, <laughs> then you can say you're from Chicago, you know? I think you just wrote your first t-shirt joke. I got, what's it, what do you mean a t-shirt That's joke? That's a joke you could have in your set, and then that you sell those t-shirts. Oh, yeah. After I got, the set at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, the Laugh every, yeah. The, the Factory of Laughs. <laughs> the Factory of Laughs. It's a holy church, the Laugh Factory. Did you ever, God. how long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, yeah, basically since like 2012. All right, so did you know the Putterbaws? Yeah. What did they think of you? What do you think of them? I thought they were funny. The, yeah. Did you ever do shows together? Did you ever do? Yeah, I did really? their. I did their. We did a couple shows together at some bars in Chicago. I did their. Uh, was that entertaining yeah, Julia yeah, yeah. show? That's what yeah, you just said. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did that show a couple times. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're very similar in in fun ways to me. Which yeah, means they're going to be not successful, but like yeah, comics, comics. Nobody's going to be successful. Here's the thing: like you oh, like man. if you go if you go see comedy in Chicago, if you go to a show. At the Lap Factory in Chicago, or at any show, and there's eight people on the lineup, and they all destroy. The one person who's gonna do the best is the shittiest person on that show. Like, nobody makes it in comedy. That's the fucked up part about it. What about Megan Gailey? She had a show on Comedy Central last night. Yeah, show. okay, one, that's one out of like a billion, you know? Like, Liza's doing good. Yeah, Lisa's doing good. Lisa Trey. Lisa's doing good. Megan's doing good. That's two. Okay, two out of a billion. That's still a You just good... went from a million to a billion. Uh, you, know, you know what? I'm, what's that like when you say a word that you don't actually mean it, but you just say it? Liar. Like, You're a liar. I, okay, I'm not a liar. I'm making a point. Okay, it's like two out of a hundred. One out of a hundred, two out of a hundred. That still ain't good numbers, but you know. We... You just went down from a billion to one hundred. I'm, I'm trying to make it more realistic. You, you could know? do this. Do, do comedy? No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm... You can be successful. Yeah. yeah it's, just have to have rich parents. No. Then... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. I hate those people that are like, oh, you have it so much easier in comedy because you have rich parents. Like, ah, no, you're just bitter right now. I want to name two men that I've already discussed on this show tonight, but I'm not going to. You are very good as a human being. I like you very much. And I'm worried about you because you do the kind of comedy that I enjoy that the general public does not enjoy. And that makes me worried for your career. And I don't want you to die on a bike on Western Avenue. I'm not gonna, I don't ride on Western. We've already established this. What if the delivery is on Western? We, 
Cat, or, uh, uh, insomnia cookies is not delivered to Western Avenue. So there's your answer. Now the question is Ashland Avenue. That's the other street that sucks to ride down that we deliver to. Um, I'm glad that we're talking about the thing that you're most passionate about. Yeah, riding my Avenue. bike in Chicago, which is uh, what? something that everybody cares about. What do you think's going to happen in your life? I don't know, man. Like I'm gonna, I'm, I don't know. I, I do comedy. I don't know. I act. I don't know. You're scratching your arms like you're a former addict. I got an itch right here. You, you want to scratch it for no. me? No. Well, I don't it. have to scratch an itch like a former addict would. Well, I'm just like I'm thinking. You asked me like a tough question. It's so not this a tough is, question. What am I think I'm gonna do with my comedy career? That's yeah. a tough fucking. Is question. that a que- that's a tough question? Yeah. Why is it tough? Because I don't know the answer to it. What do you want to happen? What do I want to happen? Okay, I want to be able to easily just tour doing stand-up. Why are you using a voice? Tour. It's it's, it's my voice. It's not your voice. Tour. Tour doing stand-up. Yeah, it's... All of a sudden, you're from Minnesota? I'm from the Midwest. Tour. 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 Motherfucker, we're not gonna fucking we're dueling dialects right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna tour, tour, tour. I wanna tour. I'm, now I'm gonna say it like I'm fucking Puerto Rican or something. I wanna tour doing stand up and you sound more. Can, you've gone to Canada now. Tour, tour. Uh, now I'm you from Boston. To... I wanna tour. Oh, I apologize. Yes, you're right. I wanna tour with Matt Damon and. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to win the Super Bowl with the Red Sox. That's a Bostonian that doesn't know anything about sports, which doesn't exist. That's all they know about. They obviously don't know anything about race relations anymore. Um, super racist Thanks out for there. going hard at Boston. Have you been to Boston? Yeah. Okay. You, wait, wait. You've been to Boston but not New York? Yeah, my sister got married out in Boston. Uh, oh, that's nice. Out in Boston. Do you like yeah. your sister? Yeah, she's good people. That's great. Rena, yeah, she got divorced, though. So. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> How long were they yeah. married? Uh, her and her wife, I'm woke, uh, were married. No, no, you're, no, your sister's woke, not you. You were just I'm woke adjacent. Yeah, you're woke (laughs) adjacent. You don't get credit for that. Uh, I can, I can, I can put it on my taxes that, for that. Are you a lefty? I'm a righty. I just had that, you know. That was some good work right there. Yeah, I guess. Maybe, I might be ambidextrous. I don't know who gives a shit. Uh, I don't even know how to spell that word. Um, but yeah, she got divorced. So yeah, she's out in Vegas now, I think. So things aren't going well. I guess. I don't know. She's when, how long was she married? Like two years. That's pretty oh, short. So, yeah, we cured gay marriage just for that, you know? How long? <laughs> Did you say cured gay marriage? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? That is a funny way to say it. That's why I said it. It kind of is a funny way to say it, but it's in no way appropriate. Um, how long was she with her fiancé before they were married? I think they were or, together. Sorry, for, ex-wife. I think they were together for like five, six years. Yeah. You think they would have worked that shit out before they got married? Yeah, I don't know. It's in, you know, I I'm awful with relationships, so I can't judge and I can't say I anything. I think we about could it. judge your sister's relationship. It was a clear failure. I yeah, but I'm I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna because she's you're not gonna or oh, gone. You're not going to gonna. Yeah, not gonna. I'm okay. You said as in G H A N A the like country, the state or whatever nope. in Africa and shit. Yeah, the state in Africa, Ghana. Is from, that in Africa? From yeah. the woke man, Bobby Buds. I ain't woke. I ain't woke. <laughs> you what? He's I, woke adjacent. He's I'm woke, woke adjacent. adjacent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Here's what's fun about you. You'll never leave the stage if I don't ask you to leave. Yeah, well, should I leave? No. I'm going to see how long this can go. I'm going to go four more hours. Oh, boy. Four more hours. <laughs> four more hours. Locker. Okay, no. <laughs> I like that. Up, you did yeah. the locker up chant. Yeah. How'd your a... how'd your mom vote in the last election? Oh, dude, my whole family is uh, my whole family is uh, uh, Jill Stein. Uh, no, my whole family voted Hillary. Okay. Yeah. Except for yeah, I think my whole family voted Hillary. So like, it'd be great if you said except my sister. Yeah, except my sister. Yeah, she's the Trump train. That's what made him. The, that's how. That's what she took that's out the, the. That's what she took out the Las Vegas. The Trump train. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting people that they don't think the Trump train is more of a mega bus. Uh, come on, good <laughs> joke, good tweet, Papa John's. Um, no, it made it made that it made that Thanksgiving very. Uh, so much better than all my other friends. Your 2016 Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. The 2016 Thanksgiving. Best yeah. Thanksgiving of your life. Uh, yeah, probably. It was great. Like, we all just, we talked about, uh, you know, we talked about how we were sad about Trump being whatever, uh, whatever happened in that year. And then we also talked about. <laughs> and then, <laughs> hold on, hold on, stop. Sorry, sorry. I know I shouldn't tell you how to do your uh, job, but. Please incorporate that into your act. I'll try. I, I don't that know, is I one don't, of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever heard. I'll try that. I, whenever someone asks, whenever someone's like, "Oh yeah, you should do that in your act," I always like take a note of it. But then, like, I don't know. When you're on stage, it's always such like I get into such like a mode that like I often like forget about it. Of course, you know? of course. You might want to write it down. I don't write anything. And you're like I, the Jay Z of stand-up. I'm black, yes. Uh, no. <laughs> I would have, does Jay-Z never write anything He doesn't down? write anything down. Oh, but he remembers it. So did he, yeah, so he did remember it. his wedding vows? Clearly yeah. not. That yeah, was the premise of the album that made them billions of dollars. So what album? I don't listen to rap music. I'm not okay, allowed Beyonce to. Beyonce doesn't do rap music, number one. Number two. Oh, you said, I thought you said Jay's one of Jay-Z's albums. They made them a billion dollars. Mm. So the most recent Beyonce album was a concept record, and it was all about how Jay-Z ch- cheated on her. Did he really? Yes, he did oh, that. I don't keep up. He was very good at having sex with other people. Oh, good Why? for him. Yeah, Why? Yeah, hell yeah, because dude. it made them a billion dollars. He cheated on purpose. Well, he cheated, <laughs> and then they took advantage of. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did cheat on purpose. I actually, on accident. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fell into that vagina. <laughs> I fell into that other man. I I fell into Hal Sparks's asshole. I swear to God. Okay, That's too was, comedy, really. Yeah. I should have, he was, I saw, I was watching Dude, Where's My Car Today, and he was in that movie. What? Well, and he stop, was also stop, on stop, 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 stop. Why were you watching Dude, Where's My Car <laughs> my 15 f- years after it came? No, I think like 18 years after it came. Uh, yeah, 17 years. Uh, my roommate was, I got home and, it, and he was watching it. Did you ask your roommate, why are you watching Dude, Where's My Car? No. Because right. it was on TV. Like it's not like we went out to like the red box and just and discovered dude where's my car. It's like I wonder what this Hold noir on. Are film's you, about. Are you living with another comic? Uh, I live with yeah, I live with uh, one other comic, Jason Rowe, folks. Uh-huh. But he was not the person watching. It was my other roommate, Mike, who was not my roommate from college. But it's just Craigslist dude. Sure. Okay. So your roommate and you, Mike, have the entire history of movies available at your fingertips you know due to streaming no, no, and everything and you're like well dude where's my car was on therefore i will watch no it was on like sh- stoner tv or yeah, whatever i got that i got to, that yeah. how often do you just not watch what's on how often do you choose what to watch um yeah not 
Not often. Okay, just asking. I watch a lot of stuff. I mainly just watch stuff on my laptop and like my what, rumors. Or something. What do you usually watch? Let's go through the Bobby Bud's viewing habits. Uh, Sopranos is way up there. I've seen every episode of the Clearly. Sopranos. What if like, you didn't? What if you're like, I haven't seen season three, but the rest yeah, is pretty good. Every, yeah, yeah. I don't know who Tony Blondetto is, but that's uh, season. Why four. do you like Sopranos? Uh, I think it's 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 geniusly written, geniusly acted. How many years are you away from just wearing tracksuits on the regular? <laughs> oh, negative four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think by the time I think by the time if I'm like successful with comedy, by the time I'm in my forties and I'm like happily married, and I got do you like want to be married? I guess, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be lonely and you shit. You just got to pick a dream scenario, and I ask you a follow up question. He goes, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. All right, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Probably, probably, yeah, I'd like to be, you know, have someone to, like, that loves me, you know. That's good. That I wouldn't mind blowing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Danny Callis, everybody. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think if I'm, like, married and shit, I got, like, kids or whatever, got nothing to worry about, I just do, you know, stand-up for a living, I would wear tracksuits, like, Daily. Five days out of the week. Five days out what of the week. What are the other two days? Tuxedos? Ah, casual wear. Just casual and then, wear. Uh, and then a Bears jersey for... Uh, <laughs> are you watching the Bears this year? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I know that. But are you worried about, you know, CTE and the racial injustice and the NFL and all that good stuff? Yeah, I. the most I do to support the NFL is I will go to a bar that's... Uh, the Bears are showing yeah. that they're showing the Bears game, but <laughs> Bears I but I won't. Yeah, the, I don't know how fucking wor- words work. I was a 15 year quarterback for the Giants. Uh, it's a CTE. Phil Sims reference, everybody. Huh? The Phil Sims reference. Oh, is he the quarterback for the Giants for 15 years? Yeah, he was oh. for a long time. During the Lawrence Taylor years, I don't remember who they are. I was the quarterback for the Giants <laughs> for 15 years. Uh, no, I, I I will never like. I don't think I'll ever like go out of my way to get like. I probably will never get like a, a Bears jersey. I will never buy anything that the NFL sells, but I will watch their product for as free as I can. All right, that's fair. You know, uh, but yeah, fuck the NFL though. All right, I'm not disagreeing. I'll kneel during the national anthem though. Cool. I don't give a shit. I'll kneel during the I kneel during the seventh inning stretch. That's how woke <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Carey voted for Trump. Uh, I bet that would do well at the Laugh Factory. That little aside. Ah, maybe, probably. I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. Got to find out. You know, got to find out the, the first Tuesday of every month. I don't know. I never. Are you happy? Yeah. Good. I think so. I'm glad. I, I got to go see him. Maybe talk to a therapist about that. You, you know? ever gone to the therapist? Nah. I'm watching The Sopranos though. Made me think I should try this. You know. Oh. Find me my own Dr. Melfi. Your know? dad died when you were 13. Yes. And you have not seen a therapist. I think maybe I saw a therapist about it, but I didn't know that it was a therapist. I get that. You were a kid? Like, yeah, I was just yeah. like, oh, that's some dude with a Garfield tie talking to me about my dad. Okay. What do you think of Jim Davis's political beliefs? What are they? Odd. Is he like a Republican? Well, did you see the Garfield tribute to 9-11? No. I will show you that once the show is done. Oh, my God. Does he hate Tuesdays even more than Mondays now? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going to top that. Uh, you're very funny. Where can people follow you? Uh, you, can, <laughs> you can follow me at, on Twitter at Bobby underscore Buds, and then you can follow me on uh, Instagram 
at SmartPerson69. Uh, so, yeah, it was available, so I took it. Uh, thank you, guys. This was actually really fun, man. Thank you for not believing that this would actually be fun.